RLC founder Dave Evans spends time with partners, clients, and friends in the USA talking about all things business. If you are an inspiring business owner, an entrepreneur, a CEO, or a coach who wants real advice about what to do in business today and wants to hear frank conversations, then this is the show for you. Real life consultations, challenges, and ideas from all around the world. We hope you enjoy this episode of Consultivation. So we are live in both locations on LinkedIn and on Facebook with RLC CPA Live back once again for some consultivation. I'm pleased to have with me the Vincent Howard of the Florida State. Hey, Vince. Hi, Dave. Eric Swick from Swick Business Strategies. So if you need strategic help, he's your man to get in touch with. Hi, Eric. Good morning. From Syracuse, the man who knows all things New York State and Syracuse, the wonderful George with all the powers, powers accounting and consulting. George, good to see you. Good to see you, Dave. And then we have our resident sovereign, her omnipotent self, the only book crusher that we all know and love. It is the magnificent, wonderful, glorious Bob Gay. Hi, Dave. It's, it's become a thing. Thanks for that introduction. <laughs> well, I think I think we we're building up this way, and then of course we'll come back down this side. Uh, so uh, this week in America is Thanksgiving. So I'd like to get a flavour from each of you about, despite how this year has been, and, and as you saw on a post I made today all the jibber-jabber, the news's obsession with negativity. Um, it is still a time for reflection. So first up, uh, how are you spending Thanksgiving? What are your plans? Let's go to Mr. Powers first. What, what are you up to for Thanksgiving? For the day itself, not a whole lot. Just sitting down with my wife and having a, a meal, not having my daughter in because she's a nurse and has to work on Thanksgiving. So uh, we're just sitting down with just the two of us. My son's in in Tennessee, so he's staying out there. So um, it's going to be a quiet day. I'm going to be working on some business stuff, actually. Uh, that sounds quiet. That sounds, sounds exciting, but necessary. Right, uh, Eric. Eric, what are you up to? So we're probably going to be spent. Well, we are spending the day at the house. Um, I have my daughter and son-in-law who have moved in temporarily with us. They moved here from Germany. And my daughter got sick this week. She was diagnosed with the flu, and we're still waiting to see what the COVID test says. So we won't be able to see my 96-year-old dad, who was going to come over for breakfast. And uh, I'm not going to get to see my new grandson. Um, so it's going to be a small gathering of probably the four of us. So that's what we're going to do. Um, and, uh, you know, let's let's wish your family the best of health there, Eric. That's yeah. super, super duper important. Uh, the magnificent Bob Gay. Um, <laughs> how are you spending, Your Highness? Um, of course, Thanksgiving. Well, during this, my niece works in a, uh, a rehab clinic, so up in Fort Collins. So she comes down about once a month and spends the week the weekend with me. So she's coming down for Thanksgiving, and then we'll go over to my sister's house and not eat a meal but spend a little bit of time in the garage with space heaters because both my parents are 90 years old so we can social distance properly but we'll get to see each other and then the rest of the day we'll spend on a zoom call to kind of just keep in touch it is what it is yep 
it, that's exactly right. It is what it is, isn't it? And, and Vince, Howard, what are you doing to celebrate Thanksgiving? So I think I'm going to start the morning off with a uh, nice little cycling jaunt. Warm up for the, you know, for the food intake later. Uh, but yeah, we've got a really small gathering. It'll be, uh, you know, normally for, for us, Thanksgiving is, man, we, we have 35, 40 people at the house most times. Uh, right now, it's just down to my wife, our two girls, my mother, and my in-laws. And that's it. So we'll be at separate tables outside, uh, social distancing, but, but still at least have everybody within a shouting distance at each other. That's great. And I couldn't imagine for one minute uh, Vivian shouting at you. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I have no pictures of that at all, uh, Vince, right? So this week we're talking about the power of, of gratitude uh, across RLCs digital channels and we're talking about how important it is in business but let me set the scene for a minute and I'd love to find out your real-time advice and that is um, I was speaking to somebody this week from a large large company uh, of a much younger age and it was nice to see them being convicted about the need to address mindfulness human connection with their work uh, I met a tech guy yesterday from a company called Pecon who's um, obsessed about giving the choice of work engagement back to the person doing the work. So we all know it's important. The question is to you, how do you make it important? So uh, let's open that up to Eric first. What do you do? Well, first of all, it's funny that you talk to someone in the corporate world because I was thinking about that myself. I spent 20 some years in the corporate environment before getting into public accounting. And I can probably count on one hand the number of times that I had that kind of encouragement, kind of advice, or at least that many people that I worked for. Because I worked for a lot of different people. I moved, you know, I lived in eight different places over 16 years with one company. And then I had a couple of different bosses at the other company I worked for. But the people that I did work with that gave the soul food and gave encouragement, it, it was worth so much to me. I mean, it motivated me. That's the thing. It made me want to do more, work harder, um, and encourage me. Um, I, I know there's been tons of um, studies that talk about what do people really work for? And everyone always thinks it's compensation, but those studies always show that that's down on the list, three, four, number five. And I think it's usually number one is they just want to be recognized. They want to be recognized for their efforts and what they do. And, you know, just from personal experience, that was invaluable to me. Well, I think it's a great example. Uh, Vince, how do you, 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 I think, run one of the largest teams here. So um, how do you manage that process of encouragement? I, I wish I could say I was better at it. Um, this is definitely something that I, you know, I continue to work on. Uh, Dave, you and I spoke this past week I actually had a chance to communicate with almost all of our team members last week. And in reviewing their October, their January through October performance numbers, uh, I reached out to every team member and basically gave them a bit of soul food last week. The responses, just to read you a couple, um, and these were from bookkeeping, payroll, 
uh, some of the managers, but uh, some of the responses, you know, thank you very much. You have no idea how happy I am to be here and part of the team. I would not be successful if it weren't for you and everyone here. Um, you know, thank you. What's the other one? Thank you for sending uh, this communication. It really means so much. Happy to be a part of the HHH family. So it's those little, it's those real little things that we can do in our leadership role. I mean, all I did was reach out, took a look at their numbers this year over last year and gave them a little bit of encouragement or soul food as to what they were doing right, things that I thought that they could work to improve on and then continue to iter reiterate that it's an open door. If you need yep. my help to make you more successful, you know, I'm here for you. And, and I think that's where when you look at the encouragement side, it can't just be words without follow through or, or without some realism there. So you talk about, you know, safe places, you talk about safe leadership or Eric, you know, you said you had a bunch of prior employers who really never gave that. I, I've had maybe four jobs in my entire life. And, you know, I've had two really eh, bosses and I've had two great bosses and, and I want to be those two great bosses, right? I want to be the guys that really encouraged everyone to to excel um so in our case you know when i looked at the soul food it went right back to our framework as to who are we well we're a family driven yeah. right we're, we're a family driven practice so we want that camaraderie we want that team feeling we want to kind of build that that future that that hope of the people that you know this is a this is a long time career for them and not a short term stop. Yeah. You see, I, I love that. I love that example, Vince. And I think for the rest of us, what do we think? Doing that kind of thing nurtures in your people. I mean, Bob, Eric, George. Um, what are some of the things you think the act of soul food or the act of just encouragement does in a company? Well, I do think it, it, it just makes them realize you're thinking about them. I think sometimes our, our team feels like we're just moving forward and they're not even a blip on it. And I don't have as big of a team as, as Vince does, but for him to spend all the time with his team, that's huge. And I think that just people knowing that you're thinking about them and their well-being is important. I think it makes them feel great. I, I do agree with that, uh, Bob. I think I think it does, and it it allows people a chance to connect with the firm owner, the leader. What else, Eric and George? Do you think it, it nurtures? Well, I, I think it helps balance out in a, a way that um, we all have clients that are not always um, they don't always come across in the best way. I don't think they mean poorly, but they don't always come across the, the same way. And they, employees are asked to do this and asked to do that. And I think sometimes they, they feel like they're, you know, they're doing all these things and nobody is noticing. You know, nobody notices what they're doing on a regular basis and how they're doing. And so by, by giving those pieces of encouragement, you start to, to open up their eyes. And yes, you know, you are, yeah, you notice when they do things wrong, but you also notice when they do things right. Because 
you know, if they do something wrong, you need to call them to the carpet on it. But at the same time, it can't just be that. You've got to balance yeah. it out to when they do something right, you you need to show that to them as well because it's it's a two-way street. Yeah, George, it's funny. It's funny you say that because there were two of my members that their production numbers were actually lower this year than last year. But you have to look for, you know, what was the what was the good? Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of good. 2020, as you guys know, is a crazy year. You know, lots of weird things distracted them and pulled their attention. And and so it it was difficult for one or two of them to find that one item. Yeah. Dave, Dave, a word that comes to me that I think about often is the word care. And I think if you show that you care about the people that work for you, they'll return that tenfold. And that's something I always talked about when I owned my accounting firm, that I was blessed. And I always said I was blessed because I had a team of people that cared. They cared about me, they cared about the firm, and they cared about their clients. And so to me, if you show that, you'll get it back. I absolutely agree. And and I think, I think you've got to let people know that, Eric, because we live in such a reactive business environment these, these days that it's actually challenging to take the space to make sure you've done it. I was, share, I was sharing with uh, Kurt today um, uh, an example from the past about soul food boards in stores. Did I tell you about it, George? No. No, so where you, we, we used to have in a project years ago, these soul food boards in the stores were part of the regional management responsibility, the store management responsibilities, and the colleague responsibilities was to, to go and put it up. So you'd, you'd save it, um, you, you, so you'd say it right, you'd give it, the, the soul food, but you'd actually give it a place to be in shining lights. So if somebody visited, or someone had a day off, they, they found themselves, even if they didn't like it initially, going, oh, look at that, you know, almost surprised or interested or intrigued. If you were one of the bosses, it was marvelous because you could actually go and see what people were proud of as part of visiting, as opposed to being obsessed about how clean the environment environment might be or whether there was enough dust to go around, which of course is not the point of looking for dust, George, right? So. <laughs> It's, it's using a technique or a process to get people into this mindset because it's so easy to catch people doing things the wrong way. And I, I really like that thing there, Eric, about letting people know you care is a vital part of, of actually leading and inspiring people. But I, th I think it goes one step deeper. Does anybody know why it's even more important to encourage people? What else does it build up? Any guesses? Well, I think it builds up their self-esteem. It, it builds yeah. up, yeah, it definitely makes them feel good about what they're doing and uh, wanting to do more. I think it, it yeah. also builds up their um, their ability to make mistakes. Because I know that's, that scares some people off. They don't want to do something because they're afraid of making a mistake. Well, if you tell them what they're doing well, it might lead them to, to we all make mistakes and if you have someone that won't do anything because of that it's hard to get them past that to, to allow them to do more things because they figure they have something to balance off a potential mistake i mean picture the scene right so um 
the Right Honourable Bob Gay is taking on a stunt challenge. Hi, right, Bob. You're yeah. at the top of a, of a really tall skyscraper, of which you've got ten a penny in the US. And there's a piece of rope going down, and the job is to, act, to you know, to stunt up sail straight down the building, right? Let's say, Eric, you were the instructor, and Bob's all suited up, connected up, and so on. Even though I think, Vince, we all believe Bob, if Bob decided to jump off a skyscraper and land perfectly like a Marvel character, she most, <laughs> like, she most likely could, right? Um, um, anyway, imagine though, Eric, there you are, in situ, ready. You're all ready to do this, this dance, and Bob's ready to go. And then the last thing Bob says is, are you sure you should be doing this? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's ridiculous isn't it or or imagine right you were a a, a recently accomplished you know surgeon maybe in heart surgery and let's say um i've just had surgery and george it's you right you've just passed your exams right and you're in you're in your you're in your clubber aren't you you know you're, you're out your scrubs and stuff which i've been in several times as a consultant i must tell you about that another time it's got a cool feeling when you think you might be the surgeon, even though you're not, right? And anyway, and you're there, and you come through to the recovery lounge, and uh, you say, to, you say to me, George, uh, listen, Dave, um, I, I think it worked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's, it's, and I'm joking for one reason only, because that's how we often do leadership, isn't it? It's like that. Yeah, it's that half baked. Mm, as opposed to commitment, conviction, intention, um, owning that moment. And that's why, you know, we're going to talk about soul food next. Because if I think about um, the best example in a workshop, I remember once having 16 people in a workshop in Wrexham in Wales. And we did this soul food task where people go around the room, they fold it up, they write a piece of soul food. You brief it, you coach it, you make it really clear. So this is a special moment. One person in the 16 wrote something sarcastic. Can anybody guess of all the 16 things, which one they focused on? It was a, correct. And it destroyed that moment temporarily. We pattern interrupted it, reset it, used some leadership techniques, addressed the culprit and save the day with the moment, save the moment in the day. But soul food is designed to build up someone's belief system. And as a leadership tool, it's probably the best way to encourage someone. It's a stake in business, which is encouraging someone followed by stretch. <laughs> you know, I'm so proud of you, Bob, but, right, or, you might remember the, the praise sandwich from the 1990s manager's books, which is tell them something good, tell them something crap, tell them something good, right? And, and I remember saying to people, Vince, Vince, you'll like this one. I remember saying to people, hey, listen, if you're going to give somebody, and I apologize to our listeners, in fact, I can't see this because of Apple, if you're going to give somebody a crap sandwich, right? Ask, ask yourself, would you eat it? And hopefully, the answer is no. Hopefully, you just don't know in this world, right? But anyway, <laughs> the thing is, 
that's why I think soul food is super important. And your example earlier, Vince, is good. So share with me one of your favorite soul food moments. Um, who wants to shoot? In fact, before we do that, Vince didn't see this, Bob. Did you see this from Monday? I fixed the typo as well, Vince. Tremendor, it said. Now it says tremendous. So wh why is this a good example of written soul food? Can anybody call out the obvious? Do you reckon, Eric? I think you're just, you know, recognizing him for overcoming challenges and doing a great job. 100%. Go on, the Bob. big part of it, you're telling him, you're continuing to do it no matter how you feel. And I think that sometimes as an owner or a leader is very difficult to keep doing. I think that's a huge shout out. Well, what, Dave, what you may or may not have known when you threw that shout out, you remember what happened a year ago, this time frame, right? So, you know, my whole world was kind of rocked with my wife, um, you know, being diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And so, you know, you didn't know whether or not, you know, what was going to happen. I mean, it's, you know, it didn't look it didn't look promising. And so it's been a weird kind of uh, turmoiled year. But, uh, you know, as we set today, super thankful where we are today. You know, 2020 is actually yeah. a great year. You know, she's completely healthy and, and in remission. And, you know, life is great. And so my team stuff doesn't stop just because I have a personal issue. Eric, one of the things you said earlier about caring, I think that's also, you know, you can't be plastic, right? You can't, you can't give off fake compliments. You can't, you can only BS your people so long before they're going to realize that it's not caring. You're just prodding, trying to get extra production. So, yeah. you know, I, it's actions and words. It's not just the words. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We, we don't even talk hardly numbers anymore. It was more or less just, you know, this is where you were. This is where you are. You're, you know, maybe you're 20% above last year. We don't talk about numbers or what the goal was, but most of the comments back from them was like, we're going to work harder. Well, that's not what I was saying. But that's what that's that build up, and I think Barb, you mentioned that that er, earlier, right? You give them that soul food. That's their. It kind of it increases their attitude and their belief and their hope in the system or the employer. And I think their look at the future, you know, their actions now, if you want to call it that, or their or their input, um, you know, they're going to do everything that they can to continue to make you proud. I, I absolutely agree. And, and I think there's, there's two things that um, Debbie corrected me the other day. I made a couple of typos all at once. It's quite unfortunate. And um, I was talking about Soul Food GPS and what I spelt was Soul Food GSP, if anyone saw it. Uh, so anyway, hopefully it went, went out there in stealth mode and nobody noticed. Um, but it is exactly what you said. 
it's got to be genuine, Eric. Mm-hmm. It's got to be positive. If you if you're not saying something positive, you're not doing soul food. It's also got to be specific. So that's not saying to George, "Hey George, we're done today." Cheers. You know, that's not soul food. Thanks for coming in, Bob. Not soul food. It's just thank you. It is a single thing that you make a clear, specific, positive point about. Like you couldn't say, George, look how fabulously you're wearing your glasses. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be like, but people do that, don't they? They they say cheers for doing something they were supposed to do. That's not soul food, right? Well, and I find it, I, I on that line, Dave, I find it difficult, like Vince is saying, it needs to be sincere, but when do you find those moments that you don't, that, you know, it's, you have to really um, have it on your mind all the time to be thinking about, is this a soul food moment? That's why I wrote down, I like the soul food board. I like that idea of having it in the back of your, your mind all the time. That's a, like, that's a good like, like, like somewhere nearby mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah good, Bob. he's making he's making fun of vince with his hand gestures isn't he <laughs> <laughs> well i'm a hand talker too, so i'm all right <laughs> and, you know it's, it's it's all about interaction and working while you're training right? <laughs> oh, uh, no but, but bob you are right and, and that's why today on, on linkedin I've shared the example of the amount of people who said to me, yeah, but Dave, I wanted to give some soul food, but I had a brain fart. And now I can't think of anything, you know, because of course, two negative instructions to your subconscious computer is going to deliver to you exactly what you asked for, right? Um, Buffering, please upload something, or, just go back to something like loyalty some of the stuff I put out this morning loyalty company shared experiences their attitude their belief system their just their personality you know go simple so you can be specific and Vince did say a while ago the delivery is vital you know if you if you go like this Eric you know I'm really glad that you did that really brilliant thing so specifically and uh, lovely for doing that then you might find the delivery is not received very well. So get this right uh, uh, while you're going at it too. So how important is soul food in the life of your businesses today? Anyone? It's huge. I mean, it's yeah. especially in this in this day. I mean, when yeah. you watch TV and you come into the office, it's very hard for everybody or your room, your office and your in your house, you walk down the stairs. Um, it's very hard to have a very positive attitude walking through the door, especially right now. So I think it's even more important now to, to get people back on track. It's the vital nourishment to the culture in the office. Yeah, great way to put it, Vince. Yep. I think Vince should say it again. Say that again, Vince. It's the vital nourishment to the culture in the office. Mm-hmm. It's what feeds and the culture. It is, yep. isn't it? Yep. It's the es- it's the quintessential essence. There you go, Vince. Thank you. 
I'll coin okay. that. I'm, I'm off. I'm done. Go on, say. Mission complete. And I think it, let's do a little bit of a, a tiny recap for a minute. If you're watching this and you're an entrepreneur, if you're watching this and you're an existing CEO or leader, if you're a manager who looks after a team, if you're a person who just wants a better, in, a better existence and wants to have a more defined impact, I think I'm doing some Vince demonstrations here, Vince, right? Um, but nonetheless, it is a defined impact. You want to have a specific impact. Then start to notice, start to use the soul food skill. The biggest challenge we've ever had in, is people going, soul food, soul food, you know, are you going to say that? And, and actually, what you find is, as most of you know, over time you just do. Why? People get used to it. When I ask somebody, do you want to have some soul food? And some of you have had some this week, right? Thanksgiving week, week of gratitude. Um, you should be going. I want to hear this, right? And it's got to, you've got to create this. And I'm not, this is not anything to do with Vince anymore. This is just about, you're excited, you know? And, and therefore you get your mindset ready to receive. Because we had a little secret with soul food. If you don't like that kind of thing, is to also learn two little secret words that work with negativity or positivity, and they are, does anybody know? Yes. Thanks. That's it, Bob. <laughs> exactly, that's it, yeah, absolutely. Somebody says something terrible to you, don't get stuck, just go, thank you. <laughs> and don't get stuck there, because that's what happens otherwise. You're like, what? You think what? Right? So don't get stuck there. Equally, somebody says something special to you, just take the time to go, thank you. And and the difference is receive it this time, right? Now then, Vince, what are you thinking? So Dave, do you, going back to a comment you said earlier, do you think one of the, maybe one of the problems that we have as leaders is that we tend to focus more on the negative and not, you, know, you, you said, uh, having problems coming up with soul food, right? Do we spend too much time focusing on the negative or focusing on the on the uh, the mistakes and the errors and not in looking for that that good, not in looking for the difference? In my side, I think it's also, you know, I, I do things a certain way and I'm kind of a control freak. So when I hand a job over, I want it done that way. But a lot of times it's not done the way, but the end result is the same or better. And I need to get past that. I don't care how you got to building the building as long as the building looks like or is better than what we had originally, you know, designed it to be. And, and well, I, think, I think we focus on the wrong things. Yeah, we, we focus on the one out of 10 that's wrong rather than nine out of 10 that's right. And, it, and there, there comes a point, right, where when you're dealing with the 10, or the one out of 10, and it, you're dealing with incremental micro improvements. So actually at that point, right, and, and let's step out of all of our shared industry. If you're dealing with a global size company, right, where you're going from 90 to 100, every one is split up into tiny pieces. If you layer and they stick, right, you're dealing with micro incremental. As they grow, eventually you're gonna to get to 100, but you don't wanna to go to 100 and fall back to 85. So you take a slightly different approach. 
Now, because of that, you would strip that out because you don't want to lose the nine you're getting right. So, so seeing it as an incremental gain, think of sports, golf, swings, you know, you name any sport, cycling, Formula One, Speedway, you know, the last couple of percentile points are absolutely where the growth is, where the gold medal is. So if you gave up the rest, you wouldn't get near that incremental. So you want to see that as a slightly different thing, which is, I'm going to help you incrementally improve when I'm talking about this. But for the nine, I'm going to encourage you, coach you, stretch you, mark out conversations more regularly so you can keep the nine you've already got right. So if you relate that to 2020, people are focusing on a pandemic. They're focusing on a downturn, a potential downturn economy. But yet we should be focusing on if you're watching this broadcast, obviously you're still alive, right? You have yeah. opportunity. Um, yeah. You know, in, in our case, we've been able to hold all of our people here. My family is, you know, significantly healthier than they were a year ago. Who cares about the one or two small, the one tenth or the two tenths? Focus on the eight or nine and that one becomes less of a problem. Absolutely. Yeah. That's exact. That's really solid advice. In the same way, if you're in a share dispute and you, you want to grow your shares to dilute the problem, right? In the same way as George was talking to me about earlier on, being more in your strength zone and hiring your weaknesses to complement it, right? So these are all versions of actual things you can do, aren't they? So. And as Eric will tell you as a strategist here today, that if you then match your strategy to it, Eric, um, makes a difference, doesn't it? Yeah, that's true. I have a barking dog in the background, so I'm gonna mute most of the time. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. So um, I'd like to ask you all to take on one small challenge for me as we bring this to a close today. And that is not only carry on the soul food impetus in your businesses, but to find two or three people in or out of your businesses to go out of your way in the next 48 hours to give soul food to. And uh, the final tip, as you know, Vince, already, is to write it, say it, give it. It's a, if you really want to get the maximum impact, when you take the time to write it, give it, and say it, the person's getting a three times convincer in a single moment in time. And and suddenly, if we if we want to do this to elicit winning beliefs or future beliefs or possibilities, hope, faith, action, you're gonna be sprinkling the magic ingredients on the power of the soul food. So any final message from this fabulous team of wizards today? Uh, so let's go to George first. Do you have a final thought to share this Thanksgiving? Well, I think we've gone over most of what they would be is you know, we got to keep looking to the positive. There's pl plenty of negatives that come in on a regular basis. We do also as, as humans, we have a greater propensity to listen to the negatives. I'm not sure why that is, but we always seem to listen and believe the negatives much more than we believe the positives. So the, the counterbalancing of that is, like you said, the soul food, being thankful for what we have and moving forward. So we got to continue to keep thinking on the positive in that light. Fantastic. 
So let's thank, thank you, George. Let's go to the incredible Mr. Swick before the dog barks. Any final <laughs> wise words, Eric? You know, my only wise word is we should all go out and give some soul food today. And as we've been talking, I know exactly who and what I'm going to give some soul food as soon as we get off this call. I think the world needs a lot of soul food. Thanks, Eric. Uh, to, uh, of course, the right honorable uh, Bob Gay. Like Eric, just keep the, I, I need to keep the soul food in front of me and keep it, keep remembering to give it more. So that's what I'm going to do this week. Thanks, Bob. And then let's come to uh, Vince. Take us home, my friend. So I think I'm going to work again this week on lifting up those people that maybe don't think or see they have the opportunities by continuing to give them proper soul food. That's fantastic. So uh, as you listen back to RLC Conservations uh, and you start to explore some of these conversations, uh, this one is a rich one that you should probably think about for a while. And that if you're in America, think about it over Thanksgiving, play back about the positivity, the gratefulness and so on. And also, uh, if you're thinking about your business, have a think about the difference you could make if you encourage beliefs for a living, as opposed to faults or mistakes. So, lovely. Thank you for listening to Consultivations, brought to you by RLC Global, helping you become a best version business. If you want any help from the conversations in the show today, please reach out to info at rlc-global.com and one of our team would be delighted to talk with you. Go to rlcglobal.group for more information and free content designed to help you.